Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 124 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about why it's important to look after your tenants. And this has come about because I've recently stayed in an Airbnb in America and the property was okay. But you know what? I think the customer service could have been much, much better, which might have then encouraged me to recommend that Airbnb to other people. As it stands, I'm probably not going to do that. And the same thing's true for the tenants in your single let properties and particularly in your HMOs. I'm a great believer that if you look after your tenants, tenants, they will first of all look after the property. And if your tenants are happy, they're more likely to stay where they are rather than move out of your property. And so by looking after your tenants, not only are you putting some good karma out there, but also you're reducing the amount of void periods. And if you reduce your void periods, you can have tenants in your property longer and ultimately you're going to make more money. Now, this is an interesting concept because many landlords see their tenants as a bit of a pain, a bit of a faff. And to be honest, I don't like the idea of managing tenants myself, looking after them. I certainly did that in the early days when I first started investing. I realized that I didn't want to lose 10% of my rental income to letting agents. And so I managed properties myself. And there were three reasons I did that. First of all, I felt I could probably get uh, a better job done than the letting agents that were in the market at the time, and that was maybe true. Uh, Secondly, I didn't want to lose 10% of my rental income. And thirdly, I wanted to get to know my tenants. I thought that would be a good idea. Believe me, the novelty of that third one soon wears off. And I realized I'd fall into what I call the landlord trap. And this happens to many investors. And many investors start investing in property because they want to become financially free. They want to have not just money, but also time freedom to do whatever they want. And managing a few properties yourself is very easy to do. However, as you get more and more properties, it takes more and more time to manage the tenants in those properties. You get to a point where actually you spend so much time managing tenants, you don't have enough time to acquire more property. And let me ask you, which do you think you make more money from, managing properties or buying new properties? Well, obviously, the answer is buying new properties. So make sure you don't fall into the landlord trap where you're so busy managing, it actually stalls the growth of your property portfolio. So that's the reason back in about, I think, 2003, I had to take a slight step back in terms of income by giving the management to other people. So it cost me money to do that, but it freed up a whole load of my time that allowed me to do what I really wanted to do. And for me, that's what property investing is all about. It's a vehicle to do what you want to do. Now, when it comes to tenants, as I said, many people view them as a bit of a pain, a bit of a hassle. But I like to change your thinking around your tenants. You see, your tenants are your customers. You have a property business, the product or service you provide is good quality accommodation. And you want those customers to come back again and again and again and to buy from you month in, month out, certainly in a single let or an HMO property. And if those customers are not happy, if they don't like the service, if they don't like the product, ultimately they will go and find another place to live uh, that suits their 
needs more than you're providing for them. So actually by changing your mindset and thinking of tenants as customers, this will help you give them a much better experience. Now there are some basic things you need to take care of. So first of all, when there's maintenance to be done on the property, it really annoys tenants if it looks like the landlord doesn't care and they're not getting problems sorted out. Now, sometimes things take a while to sort out. It's difficult to get trades, etc. But I think the key here is to have good communication with your tenants. Let them know what's going on. Let them know you do care. Let them know you're resolving the situation as much as you can. And if you've got to delay finding good quality trades, share that information with the tenants. So no, it's not you messing around. It's, you know, what's happening in the market at the moment. So communication is one of the best ways to build that relationship, rapport and trust with your tenants. The other thing is you could do little things to uh, enhance the relationship. So, for example, at Christmas, uh, if you have an HMO, you might um, give them some money behind a bar or something, or you might give them some um, do the occasional pizza night where you buy some pizzas for them. Little things that most landlords won't do that don't cost you much money, just build a bit of good rapport and if you have a good relationship your tenant's going to be slightly more forgiving when there are issues and problems now let's talk a little bit about serviced accommodation and serviced accommodation i believe the name serviced kind of gives it away it's not just about providing a room in a property or an entire property so i'm currently in phoenix arizona and i'm here for the first time in two years attending one of the business masterminds i'm a member of and you know we've been doing things virtually for a couple of years which has been fine and the use of breakout rooms help you really connect and get to meet people but i find there's nothing like being in person uh, at an event um, meeting people face to face it's just incredible so as soon as you get the chance to go back to live events i'd really encourage you to do that anyway um i'm staying in a, a very very nice resort where they're holding the event and we came out i so said we me and my wife came out a few days beforehand we wanted to get over the jet lag acclimatize and just have a few days off relaxing enjoying the lovely weather in phoenix at this time of year and so the hotel where we're staying now, where the event is, they were fully booked before the event. So we had to uh, find some other accommodation. And I booked into a hotel in the center of Phoenix that I've been to before. They have a really long length pool and I love swimming in the morning. So that was perfect for me. And it was a great location as well. And I booked in, got off the flight and uh, really tired, just wanted to go for a swim just to relax and, and then pretty much go to bed. And... Um, to be told by the hotel that unfortunately the pool was being resurfaced and so it was closed now they kind of tried to make up they said oh well, look here's a, a 50 dollar voucher you can use in our facilities i thought well really i kind of wanted to swim but okay at least they're they're trying to make up for this here and um and actually when we were up in the room got a call so they were going to actually give us 75 dollars. so okay well it's getting better until we went down to the hotel and uh, they have a really lovely restaurant there or at least they did have a lovely restaurant there and it was currently being uh refitted and so um actually they only had bar food as an alternative now my wife is vegetarian and uh a lot of the food there just didn't really work for her. And actually, she doesn't drink either. Uh, and I, I like a glass of wine now and then. Um, but it was going to be pretty hard for me to plow through $75 of, of uh, credit. So it was it was a, a gesture they gave us, but it wasn't really very practical or useful for us. And so we went and complained about this. And actually, the hotel 
refunded the money we'd spent to stay there, which was very good. So that was great customer service. So I would go back to that hotel because they looked after me as a customer. I was only a very short-term tenant, uh, but they looked after me, so I'd definitely go back there again. This time, though, we'd check the website to make sure the pool is uh, operational and make sure they'd finished the refurb on the hotel. So as a result of that, what we did was on the Monday morning, I went on and looked for an Airbnb uh, close to the area we wanted to be in. And um, there's an area called Scottsdale in Arizona, which is lovely, got great restaurants, great shops, etc. So we booked an Airbnb. And more importantly for me, it had to have a swimming pool because that's what I want. That's what I was missing at this main hotel. So we went Monday morning, we booked it, and obviously booking very last minute, uh, the prices had come down significantly. I think this was normally a couple of hundred dollars a night, but it came down to just under... I think just under a hundred dollars per night, um, which was great. So, you know, we booked this place, um, we turned up, we could only get there into the property by 4 p.m. and actually text the owner to say, hey, look, could we just drop our bags off earlier? I said, yeah, sure you can, but it's going to be $40 to do that. I thought, well, okay, that's that's not great. So we made alternative plans and we arrived soon after four to to, uh, put our bags in the property. And... um, he said, when we walked into the property, we looked and thought, you know, just is this the property we booked? It didn't really look like the pictures, but we got the pictures up and actually realized it was the same property, but they'd used wide angle lenses and it looked better on the pictures than it did uh, in reality. Um, but, you know, that was okay. It was clean. That was important to us. It had a pool. That was really important to me. And it's a great location. So we're kind of happy with that. Um, now, we also then had a message from the owner with about uh, 10 rules about how we can use a pool and what we can do in the pool. And these were the rules from the community. So it wasn't just the owner imposing these. And they're all fair enough. But it was just the way the owner kind of presented us that it was a bit abrupt and again thought okay that's interesting and so i'm just thinking here that this we're not building this great relationship with this owner of this service accommodation um the other thing is normally in service accommodation they have like a folder on the dining room table or coffee table that tells you about where's good to eat locally it has recommendations got numbers for local people you might need to contact Uh, it's got uh, the local shops and things you can access there was nothing like that so Although it was a great location, we kind of had to figure everything out for ourselves. Again, not the end of the world, but it could have been nice little touches. There was also nothing in the accommodation at all. Um, We had to go out and buy some tea bags and some milk. And, you know, those would cost maybe less than $10 to put into the property. Give us a nice warm feeling. There was nothing there at all. Now, you might say, well, you know, they cut their rates, it was half rate, but still, you know, they were getting revenue that you wouldn't otherwise get. And when you have serviced accommodation, it's really important to adjust your rates up and down based on the demand that's in the area. Um, and then the final thing that I think just was a bit annoying at the end of the stay, uh, the night before, we got a text saying, oh, okay, so you're coming to the end of the stay, uh, you need to be out by 11 a.m., which again, not a big problem. We were going to come and check into this lovely resort we're in right now, so we were quite keen to get here quickly anyway. Um, but the thing that really annoyed me, they said, hey, and can you take the trash out to the dumpster just in front of the property? Now, it's not just in front of the property. It's kind of, it's about a minute's walk away. Um, but actually, we'd paid, I think, $120 for cleaning. Now, you've got to bear in mind, this is a very small one-bedroom apartment. It was nice and clean, so it had obviously been cleaned. But um, at $120 for effectively two nights, that's $60 a night uh, for clean. Now, 
I guess it would have been a, the same charge if we'd been there a week or for two days. We just happened to be there for two days. But still, $120 for cleaning, it would probably take someone about two hours to go in, to turn on the dishwasher, to uh, take the sheets off the bed, to put those sheets back on, clean ones, to change the towels, to clean the kitchen, to sweep the floor, to mop the floor, two hours max to clean that property. Um, and yet we were charged $120 for it. And they were asking us to take the trash out. So maybe I'm just being a bit funny. It just it just laid, left a bit of a bitter taste in my mouth about that particular accommodation. I certainly wouldn't be going back to that particular accommodation and I certainly wouldn't be giving a recommendation to them and if they'd just done a few little extra things uh, I do a lot of trust pilot reviews I might have given them a really nice review so I guess the message I'm trying to give you here is look after your tenants your tenants are your clients whether they're short-term service accommodation clients whether they're long-term single let or HMOs what can you do to enhance the experience that your tenants have so they feel valued and they want to stay in the property and or if it's short term they want to recommend it to other people that's the thought i want to leave you with today in this week's podcast so until next week i encourage you to invest with knowledge invest with skill thanks for listening to the property magic podcast to get this week's show notes please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media and I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.